0: Welcome to the Nintendo Power Zone. We are a video cast slash podcast dedicated to bringing you the best Nintendo-related topics, guys. I'm your host, Nice One, and today we're going to finish up part two of our 25th anniversary Pokemon discussion. This is the episode where we talk all about our favorite memories in the Pokemon franchise. It's a lot of fun. I hope you guys enjoy it. Time to talk about some 25 years. We got some memories. Memories. Uh, I'm almost of, 25. Of
1: the, <laughs> of
2: Almost. It's 22 and a half years for me. Thank you.
0: (laughs) Anyhow, yes. A series that has literally captured our imaginations for two and a half decades hits its 25th anniversary. Everyone's got to have some great memories of this franchise, be it if you've been down from Gen 1 or Sword and Shield are your first experiences with the Pokemon franchise or even Pokemon Go. You have to have something that sticks out in your mind about this franchise. And I think we want to get into them. So I want to start with what are your favorite games in the mainline series? Top one, mainline.
2: I was the Gen 2er growing up. Um, Crystal was my first game. So when they remade Heartgold Soul Silver, I, it's just such a good game. And there's follow Pokemon, it's faithful, it looks pretty. I'm all about Heartgold Soul Silver.
0: I'm a Pokemon Yellow guy i loved the fact that like when they released pokemon yellow and they were like this is like the anime version of the game that you already loved and they added jesse and james and meowth uh to the villain roster of the game uh you get the yeah you go through the points where you get all the starters you get your you know bulbasaur your Charmander, or your squirtle you have follow pikachu so and you know obviously you can teach pikachu surf uh they they did kind of kill all the like the game breaking bugs that would allow you to have 99 items. Um, which yeah. stopped, um, Cause I, I love that cheat uh, or that, that, um, hack. Uh, but so, I, I just love that game. I I love the opening video screen of that game with the music and like Pikachu surfing uh, loved yo. It, it turned a game that I was already fascinated with into something that I just absolutely adored.
1: Yeah, uh, yellow is a good one. Um, That's such a difficult question. For me, it's a really big toss-up, and it depends on on how I want to lean. Because I like them for so many different reasons. Um, It's it's a toss-up for me between Diamond and Pearl and X and Y. Which I know a lot of people didn't like X and Y as their favorite, but... I liked X and Y for the avatar customizability. I thought that was great, and I liked a lot of the Pokemon that they introduced into the series. I thought it was just a good generation of Pokemon.
0: I mean, they have a Death God Pokemon in that game. Like, yeah, what it's is great. it? To love about all? Right.
1: Right, uh, but then then there's Diamond and Pearl, where which we talked about before. I have so many fond memories of Diamond and Pearl and screwing around in the underground and just doing secret base shit, and all the post-game stuff. So it's really, really difficult. Um, it's a really difficult choice. Uh, I think if I had to choose one, like, gun to the head kind of choose one, Diamond and Pearl, by a
0: hair. Hey, Diamond and Pearl, man, set, set a really good standard for the series. Like, It really did. It, it really brought us into, like, the net, real next generation of Pokemon as far yep. as, like, just global, com- like the global communication aspect of Pokemon that we just didn't have prior to the series. Mm-hmm. The fact that these are the first games that have some kind of like internet connectivity, um, or even you're trading even... online for the first time and the right. GTS
1: but oh. even if even even without the if you didn't have internet connectivity they still had something for you in the post game hard mode battle frontier so it really had a lot of things for everyone and the story didn't um didn't uh, shy away from mature themes either it was really just kind of like, a, like an all age story everyone mm-hmm. could go in regardless of the age and get something out of it and i i've really appreciated diamond and pearl for that
2: so
0: it's hard. It is. I. It, it, There's a lot of games to pick from now. It makes it. Yeah. Makes it really tricky. Cause like for me, it's like it's yellow, but like it's also it's a toss up between yellow and the Let's Go games because the yeah. Let's Go games do what yellow does. It's just something about just the memory of playing yellow on my Game Boy. You know, right. it, the nostalgia of it is what edged it out for me. Right. Uh, moving on, favorite Pokemon spinoff game. Now, this one was a tough choice for me uh, because there are just so many good spinoff mm-hmm. games. Um, There's a lot. Like you have your Rangers and you have uh, your Pokemon tournaments and stuff like that. Yeah. I, I found myself struggling between three. It was uh, uh, Pokemon Conquest, Pokemon Tournament, and Pokemon Snap. But okay. Ultimately, Pokemon Snap is what won it out for me because. Pokemon Snap is the first time that it felt like we were expanding the Pokemon world. This is a real world that exists in you know in this in this video game franchise, right? We are going out to yeah. a place and seeing what Pokemon are like when they are unimpeded by people. And I and I really love that. Like Pokemon have lives, right? Like think like it's like watching a nature documentary, right? You, like what do animals do when humans aren't around to fuck shit up?
1: Yeah, Yeah, I hear that. That that makes sense. I like that.
0: So uh, so for me, that was like such a great expansion of of the world, right? Like there are untouched parts of the world Mm -hmm. that haven't been like, you know, moved in upon and settled upon. And there's just something, you know, even though it's a 64 game, there's just something beautiful about the way the game looks and feels. And there's like funness to the game where like you see like Pikachu is just fucking with electrodes because it can. Yeah.
1: right
0: yeah that was great
1: <laughs> that's
0: awesome good. to me yeah and he, yeah. you know he, it there's a random surfboard there so i'm just gonna fucking ride it like, yeah that was
1: great that was,
0: such a, and was just, just god. Like, then just as fucking with the pokemon like like we said earlier where you like throw the pester ball at Mankey, which pisses him off and he just fucking satellite kicks <laughs> a magic carpet away it's yeah, good like, I love that. So, because of like the expansion to the you know the overall Pokemon world to the point where we are now, we can thank Snap for that. And for that, Snap is my favorite spin-off game.
2: I was also uh, stuck between three uh, Pokemon Dash, Pokemon Teeth, and Pokemon Typing Adventure. Um, <laughs> no, so so my three I was stuck with between were. Uh, are you sure it's not Teeth? I could see that.
0: It's Pokemon Smile.
2: Oh, yeah, Pokemon Smile, sorry. Yeah, Pokemon Smile. They called it teeth game, or brushing game. Brushing in, game.
0: Uh, right, right presentation, right, presentation. We have to talk about that after we finish this segment, because I, 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 I'm not going to... Yeah. No, Yeah. No, fuck it, we're doing it now. I hated, <laughs> okay, that yeah, open. Yeah. I hated that intro. I hated it. It was the most annoying thing that they could have done for something that's supposed to be a celebration. I was like, fucking hashtags everywhere. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. I get it. It's the youth thing, and adults. and the annoying voices. They weren't like at one point. Like there's two British guys that are so like obnoxiously British that I was like, I hate this. And I'm fast forwarding the the presentation.
1: I get it because it's like a global thing, and also what annoyed me is like not 80 of the shit that they showed was Japan only, and I'm like. Ah!
0: Yeah, I didn't that even know it was about that Pokemon thing. like wand thingy. I didn't yeah. know that was a thing—the light up wand that made the Pokemon. I was like, "What? What the fuck was that?" I don't remember that. I was like, "I'm old, but I'm not that old." Right. All right.
2: Anyway,
0: Rats aside, please proceed.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, um, it is the—I guess I can't, can't really narrow these down, but the Pokemon Ranger series, all three of them, um, as well as Pokemon, uh. On the exact names, the Shadow Lugia one. Pokemon XD Gale of Darkness. That's Gale of the one. Dark. Yeah, Gale of Darkness, Gale of Darkness
1: right. Uh,
2: really fucking cool. Um, they haven't really done anything like that since. Like Battle of Revolution was the closest they got afterwards. That's just a battle sim. So yeah. Um, uh, that was yeah. like a whole fucking campaign and it was sick. I loved it. Bring back um, stadium. Yeah. I mean, the thing is they won't because Pokemon is now in the three in the third dimension. The whole point of Stadium, right. Coliseum, and all those was that it was Pokemon in 3D. That's the whole point of their existence. And now that's just the main game.
0: So well, they, they kind of functioned as a Super Game Boy too. True. Slot right, the uh, right. original uh, red and blue and yellow and slot them in and play them on mm-hmm. the big screen.
2: Yeah, and that's the whole point. That's why we won't see them going forward. Um, What? And then Pokken. Yeah, Pokken. Yeah. Uh, And I think I gotta give it, between these three, to Pokemon Ranger. Um, I can't quite pick between them. I think it's not Guardian Signs, but between the first one and Shadows of Almia, there are so many good uh, times I had with these games. The idea of just sort of getting Pokemon to assist you with things was something that I always wished made it deeper into the mainland Pokemon games. Uh, You you have Cut, you have Surf, etc., but just having a Pokemon charge a power plant by like finding it and bringing it to the power plant was cool. As well as there's a lot of charm to the dialogue and the yeah. villains.
0: Dude, that and... rock band team! Oh my god, I mm-hmm. love them. Yeah, well,
2: yeah,
1: though, and I like that. I think you're definitely onto something with the Ranger. It did kind of feel like a buddy cop vibe,
2: for sure. And, and I loved and it. They I loved so hard. them. Hard. They,
0: yeah. they, like pushed, they cool. pushed the Ranger series so hard, right, in comparison mm-hmm. to other spinoff games. Uh, like, dude, there were movies based off of the Ranger series.
2: Well, yeah, was... huh. I think Ranger the movie came out, and then they made the game. But I think they sort of planned. I think they were co coinc- the game. Uh, yeah, they were because around Manaphy, right? Well, and then
0: the Rangers show up in the anime so frequently uh, during that those those seasons uh, in that during during that time frame, right? Like, I yeah. encounters different Rangers mm-hmm. on a regular basis. It's it's a thing that happens. Mm-hmm. In, in the anime, they like they push Ranger and it, they put it in your forefront, and obviously, you know, get Manaphy or in uh, the film um, that that are exclusive to those games gave you incentive mm-hmm. to want them even more, right? Right, like, right, right. Like I legit only bought them for those characters, you know, to have the you know the legend, the the mythical Pokemon, and found myself loving the franchise just because you're right. Like dialogue is witty, it's fun, the story. Has like a sense of foreboding. All the games have have Mm -hmm. a sense of foreboding that the mainline series don't have, and you have a protagonist who you believe is physically capable of dealing with this. Because in most cases, the protagonist is actually someone of a physical age capable of defending himself and other people. So Mm -hmm. I
1: actually I do want to
0: except for the second one.
1: Like, I kind of disagree on that. One of the things I loved about the DS era of games is you could take any of the DS era games, right? And they never actually mention an age, right? And so with all the themes... Black and
2: White
0: did. Yeah. did they? Yeah. For uh, N is specifically um, given a, a, an age. Mm-hmm. Shit. Okay. Black and White in- 2 seem to have the oldest specific trainers in in the franchise, period.
2: Yeah, I think I was also going to say in Black and White too. I think when you get the shopping mall, they comment on your age in the shopping mall, which is, like, really weird, but I think well, they do that it,
1: From what I – again, so this is bad memory, but from what I recall, usually it's not, like, a specific, you are 15. It's mm-hmm. kind of like, hey, you look young, which I'm kind of like, okay, maybe you're just somebody who looks young, and, and with the story themes, you can – Take them all and be like, okay. So there's a there's an age range that mm-hmm. you, you can assume that someone could be, in. and and the stories are written in such a way that, uh, I guess taking Pokemon, um, Yellow for an example, or maybe not Yellow, but like Gold, like it may it could play the same if the character was twelve versus twenty.
0: Well, and like you, see, and like in Pokemon, in Detective Pikachu, Tim is specifically stated to be in his twenties. Like making him very capable at that age, um, but yeah, I mean, the Ranger series always get got gave me the vibe like this is meant for a little bit of an older Pokemon playing audience than some of the other right. spinoff games. Um, not a whole lot of the spin like because if you look at um Mystery Judging, Mystery Judging definitely airs are uh, t- on the side of childish, right? The most right. simple, the simplistic of the, the most simplistic of the storylines that we get in, is in those games. Although one of them is really dark for some reason. Right.
2: Um, of time, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, Nobu- Sky specifically. Uh,
0: right. uh, Pokemon Conquest, which is uh, really a Nobunaga's Ambition game, um, yes. dressed up as Pokemon. I mean, that's the point. That game is just dark because of, you know, the actual real source material of yep. Nobunaga. Um but the Ranger series finds like a good median between the dark and like the kid friendly mm-hmm. that yep. none of the other spin-offs really capture in the same way.
2: Yeah. And right. just, the, the worlds feel alive, the characters feel real. Um and I feel like I loved exploring in Ranger. Like you you would find just Ludicolo's chilling by the fountain, right? And it was fun. Like Empoleon just chilling by the by the iceberg by the water. And there was a town, and people were in the town, you could talk to people. The villains felt goofy, but cool. Right? I don't know, it was fun. All right. And just, you had a partner, like the other protagonist, if you can pick that, at least in the first game. Uh, okay. They were helpful. I loved my Minum partner, that was fun. And just, almost every Pokemon was in those games at some point.
0: Yeah, and what I like about them is, is that, like... Um... That the, just the the uh, the bond that you feel like your your protagonist character has with that partner Pokemon, yeah. It feels stronger than than the one that you actually get in the mainline series, um. Because in the mainline series, you're you're you, right? Mm-hmm. But in the Ranger series, you are that character, yeah. Which yeah. is, which is a distinct true. difference, right? I mean, if we're gonna talk about um, dissidents, right? Like, you know, I, I really hate that word, but like, there's something. Very nice about playing someone else's story sometimes, right? It's it's the reason why I like The Last of Us, right? You're not playing your story. You're playing Joel's story. You're playing Ellie's story. And they're going to do things that you don't want them to do because you are not them. They're not thinking in the rational way that you would be thinking about something. They're thinking irrationally because they're pissed and they're hurt, and this is how they react to these things. Because these is who—that's who those characters are in the Ranger ca- game. You know, obviously the character is super altruistic, but that's who that character is. And you're—you, his decision, the things he does are based on the decisions he would make, not necessarily the decisions you would make as that character. And I like that about the ranger series and i just really analyze ranger in a deeper way than anyone has ever done before um Jayden, did you uh say your favorite spinoff
1: sure okay so i think for me it's a toss up of the three uh i think i narrowed it down to well hold on are we considering let's go a spinoff or a main title
2: I consider is it a cool.
1: weird, like, okay, it's so title. Game
2: Freak considers it main title? I'd say it's main title.
1: Okay, okay, so yeah, because that would have kind of ruined the three and added a fourth. So, in terms of the three, um, I really enjoyed Mystery Dungeon. Um, it was kind of my first foray into the mystery dungeon genre, and I yeah, thought that, like, it was just a very cute story overall. It was one of those things where, uh, after playing a lot of really dark JRPGs in the 2006s and sevens, which was a very kind of, like, dark JRPG period, which I love. It was something kind of refreshing and something really kind of um, easygoing. That's why I enjoyed that from, from the Mystery Dungeon. I wouldn't say it's, like, a hard or heavy-hitting game, but it was fun. Um, I think the second one was... Hey, You Pikachu! Uh... <laughs> I have a lot of fond memories of Hey You Pikachu. And honestly, like the degree of um, vocal uh, responsiveness and just being able to understand uh, words is really impressive for a Nintendo 64 title. Like, you know, that's yes, it wasn't perfect. It wasn't great. But this was also a Nintendo 64 title. And that's something I think that I'm going to keep harping on and going back to i found it really impressive for the hardware i oh,
0: don't know i just every time i think about that game i also think about seaman on the dreamcast
1: oh it's great i love that game too it's so oh. weird dude
0: oh, that game gave me fucking nightmares
1: i know it's amazing
0: it's seeing a human face on a fish <laughs> yeah, that's great a distinctly <laughs> japanese face too
1: i know it's great uh oh. But yeah, uh, yeah, hey, hey, you Pikachu! I have a lot of fond memories of, and so that's probably my number two slot. The number one, yeah, number one has to go to the Pokemon TCG, Pokemon the card game. I thought that was such a great adaptation of the card game uh, into the Pokemon world. It, it, it that's felt
0: what that game is well,
1: mm-hmm. not just it felt like this could coexist. In the actual Pokemon world itself. It's not like mm-hmm. today where it's, oh, this is Pokemon TCG Online. I'm playing against other people. There's like a disconnect from mm-hmm. uh, Pokemon world and the card game itself. They managed to mesh these things too in a brilliant way.
0: It's fun mm-hmm. too. Like it's, it's legitimately fun.
1: It's Actually, I had more fun.
0: I had more fun playing that than the actual card game itself. Easily.
2: Yeah. Easily, they oh. don't make card game video games like they used to. Like, really, no, Pokemon no. TCG, the game, and like the old Yu Gi Oh! Game Boy games, oh, dude, so games. good. And now they're just like yep. card game sims. You know what the worst, part, of, you know what the worst yeah. part
0: about uh, the Pokemon TCG game is, is that there's a sequel that never came out here, Japan only sequel that to this day <sighs> infuriates the hell out of me. Because that makes it's like, sense. Why I know that game sold well. <laughs> I forgot. Why about would that. you? Why would you do this to people? And and then every fucking video game magazine, because we had magazines back in that time, were making people where there is a sequel that's not coming here because they hate
1: you.
0: Yeah. That's how- yeah. Dude, that's and graphically, I, I love was. that game too, right? Because mm. it takes the graphics. From the, you know, red, blue, red, and yellow. Blue, yellow. Right? Mm-hmm. yeah, and, and it finds a way to, like, update them ever so slightly. Like, the yeah, it's really good, somewhat better. Uh, your character model for that game, just incredible. And mm-hmm. then you go around challenging gyms in Pokemon card battles, and that's just so epic. It's
2: good. It's a really good system yeah. to come up with. And it should just continue. They need to make more of those. I, I wish they would, honestly.
1: Mm-hmm. But I don't think Hasbro, Wizards of the Coast would let them. I think, I yeah,
0: I will oh, definitely ate into the like their profits.
1: Oh yeah, I I do not think that it would ever happen again. Just yeah, because. but that's
0: that that hasn't really been an issue in a, for a while now, right? Like Pokemon cards are like pretty in house now, are they not? Or is it one hundred
2: percent right?
0: Yeah, they're like a, they yeah they don't own like I remember there was like a big deal like Pokemon was leaving Wizards of the Coast and for mm-hmm. for good reason, right? Like. You didn't need them at that point to, mm-hmm. to to do what they do. I went to Target this morning to pick this motherfucker up, and also apparently there was a Pokemon card release. Most of the time, if I go to Target early in the morning, it's there's Funko Pop collectors outside, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not a single one. I was the first person and only person in the store looking for Funko Pops. Everybody else in in the line waiting out the was trying to get the yeah. And that, Pikachu really cool like legend, that original Pikachu card is a giant, massive 10 inch. Oh, yeah, yeah. Card.
2: The um, blow up card, yeah. Yes. Right.
0: That's what the line was for. I asked, I was like, uh, what are you guys in line for? And I was like, I thought it was like PS5s. I thought Target had gotten PS5s or the Funko. I was like, are you here for the PS5s? They're like, no. Are you here for the Funko Pops? Because the store's open already. No. What are you here for? Pokemon cards. I was like, it is 2021. And Pokemon cards still have that kind of draw. That means that right. that Pokemon still well, a shortage right now. Yeah. Well Right but that There's means a couple that, things there. But they, they know for a fact that they can still make uh that there's the Pokemon that's still demand for it. So you mm. can go and bring it back into the digital realm and give us a good game like that. And now well, you're not beholden to anyone other than yourselves and whatever game studio you decide to give this spin off to. Right.
2: I think the biggest issue with that right now is that the Pokemon TCGO exists, and that sort of nullifies any reason to make a card-based RPG around it.
1: Right, and that's, and that's the, the thing. Like, they, they have the online game so that mm-hmm. they can still make money off of the microtransactions and the well, online... Well, you don't have
2: microtransactions for that. It's just buy packs and enter code. You can't really spend money on that game.
1: Right, but in order to get more cards, you still have to buy go hats. out and buy things, right? Yeah. In, in order for a, a card game, um, RPG, like full game uh, that we're talking about, and we use mm-hmm. game as in like having a story, a beginning and end, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, all that you stuff spend has 60 to be bucks. right. It's self-contained, right? Either that or you're EA,
2: and no one likes to be EA,
1: right? And so that's one of the reasons why I just don't see Wizards of the Coast ever doing it. They're, they're pretty greedy as hell. I mean, when we're talking about the the card stuff right now, a lot of that is because it's a manufacturing-induced shortage. What they're doing is because uh, the tabletop-like bomb-and-pop, the card game comic book stores are closed. They're, they've really scaled back production of trading card games, generally speaking, so not that- just— because you know, um, there's no point because they can't run physical tournaments, right? Um, and so it makes sense from a money a money like saving standpoint, and so that's driving up some of the costs and the demand as well. And so, so
0: this re- this actually reminds me. I went to McDonald's two weeks ago, right? Not knowing that 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 there was a Pokemon tie in Happy Meal, I just went to McDonald's on my lunch break at work because there's one right across the street from my job. I saw they have Pokemon Happy Meals. I was like, fuck it, I'll order one. I get to the damn drive-thru lane and it says 10 Happy Meals per customer. They put a fucking limit on how many Happy Meals you could buy. Do you understand how bananas that is? That they you want Happy meals and, and under that it says, will not sell cards individually, must buy Happy Meal. I'm like, huh. this is the thing what, that that's happened in 2021. <laughs> what the
1: fuck? That's weird. It's really weird. And so, but in any case, a lot of that is just to say that this is like a continual money stream for them. And Mm -hmm. uh, I can't can't see them doing it. I can't see them making a self-contained game. The fact that, honestly, Konami does it still with Yu-Gi-Oh! is nothing short of a miracle. And I'll still take it. I'll still buy those games, even if they're not great. Like, because at least they're still doing it, so I will be. appreciative. And I figured out a
0: good way to separate the video games from the actual uh, card game itself. Like, yeah, um, different sets of cards, card exclusivity, the uh, packing cards, uh, and a very well-designed mobile uh, version. Right. Of the card I mean,
2: game, I think it'd be cool if they just went back and did the, uh, you know, Gen Four TCG. As its own RPG. Because yeah, you can't I'd buy love those it. cards anymore. Yeah, so, I just mean, put them in an RPG. I'm on like, board. I, I'm totally with you. I just don't mm-hmm. think
1: they do it. I do no. not think they would do it. Which they is the jam
0: um, All right. So, let's move on. We got two more yeah, stuff. Yeah. Favorite Pokemon merch. I'm going to hit this one hard. I had pretty much virtually stopped collecting a lot of Pokemon goods in favor of the more traditional uh, you know, Nintendo characters like Mario, Zelda, Donkey Kong, stuff like that. But i and I had outright completely stopped collecting Funko Pops uh years before. But then Pokemon uh company and Funko collaborated in so many different ways over the last couple of years. We have obviously we have the core Pokemon Funko Pops, and then you have this giant some bitch which is behind me, but when it gets this close, you see that it's bigger than my head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's big. Yeah. Um. No, I've loved this collaboration. Like, this is some of my favorite Pokemon merch because it just... It does something that, one, I didn't think Funko was capable of doing, right? It was moving away from the aesthetics of the Funko Pop to do something uniquely Pokemon, um, and they did that really well. But then it wasn't just limited two Funko Pops, right? They had the A Day with Pikachu series, which I unboxed as many of those as I could. I still don't have a full set because that series was in such hot demand that a full set is actually fairly expensive, right? Because that collaboration was, it really did well. And then what did they do the following year? They did the, uh, An Afternoon with Evie and Friends. I got the whole set of that, and when you complete them, they make a whole diorama, which is back here, and it's a beautiful set, right? High quality figures, low price point, all vinyl, makes me happy. Then they did a Christmas set after they finished off the Eevees of a Pikachu and the an Eevee that I absolutely adore. And this year they haven't announced anything despite it being the 25th anniversary. And I'm like, Funko, please give, yeah, me more. give me more. But today I did go to Target, as I said, and I did pick up this. I will be filming the unboxing after we're done recording tonight, uh for the 25th anniversary, Target exclusive 10-inch Funko Pop Pikachu metallic paint. Uh, we're gonna discuss why it's actually silver, um, because there's a very specific reason for that as well. Um, but yeah, I love the Funko Pokemon merch and I I'm gonna keep collecting it and they keep releasing new Pokemon and I yeah, I'm run, I've run out of shelf space. But yeah, this is some of my favorite Pokémon merchandise because first off it comes in a scale that I love, right? They're willing to make bigger figures, which I've always liked having bigger figures in my collection. Um they have small scale figures and yeah, they just look fucking badass. So yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm with it. So Funko, more Pokémon merch, please.
2: So um this is technically a wish.com knockoff. I have a couple official ones in my, my bedroom. <laughs> Um, but, but <laughs> I mean it might be legit, but I doubt with this quality. This does not seem legit. Um but That's the RT RTX RTFX fuck I've already figured out what they're called. Artifacts, artifacts, um Pokemon figures are really, really cool. Um they have them for basically every single protagonist, as well as a couple of the professors. Um and they're really, really cool. Um I do enjoy those a lot. Um plushies are also great. I have a whole mountain of plushies over here by the window. Can't show. Um, I got uh, a couple box sets of the manga in my in my bookshelf as well. Um, which if you haven't read the manga story, I'm still reading it. Um which
0: one? The adventures one
2: or the adventures. Hmm. Adventures. Um hmm. they're really, really cool. Um, people fucking die, Pokemon fucking die. Um yeah, like it's great. people talk about the like, Arbok that's always been sliced in half, like shit gets dissolved by the poison, but then like Gym Leaders are fucking evil. There's a war. Like, there's so much cool, crazy shit, and it's just a fun fucking time if you haven't read the manga. I
0: mean, Um, Red and Blue get like frozen for like in stone for like five. I'm
2: not there yet, but I I do know (laughs) that Red gets kidnapped for like a year and a half. Yeah, they they know that
0: they get frozen in stone for like years, and they don't come back until the series gets somewhere near like um black and white
2: man yeah, so i duck, i met I 3, and a team aqua just like pull the fucking gun on on the protagonist it's like wait
0: you That's have those here
2: oh the manga is a fucking wild time it's really good um just two um so if you haven't checked that out i think they sell it at costco it's free to read if you want to pirate them online right um check those out um As well as, what, plushies, figures, Pokemon cards. I'm an active player of the TCG. Um, Love it. As well as just, there's so much good art in the TCG. If you want to just collect for art and hang them on a wall or frame them or some shit, that's cool. There's a lot of really good fucking art for Pokemon TCG.
0: Oh, man. Speaking of the manga, they are re-releasing it. Um, They started doing it uh, at the tail end of last year. They are releasing it. it, uh, Viz is releasing it as very thick three in one volumes um right now uh 1799 nice. pretty good value uh they've uh they've uh really put a lot of effort into this uh collection they're like taco bonds if you collect manga you have your Buko you have your um your Buko bonds taco bonds your taco bonds are the ones that are just bigger thicker better quality paper uh, you're getting your money's worth Seventeen ninety nine, or I believe you can get them on Amazon for less than $15. So yeah, manga has always been good, um, always uh, since that first uh, adventure with Red and Blue, uh, and Green is a crazy bitch in those. <laughs> oh yeah, I love I love, love
2: her use of Ditto. Her Ditto is really cool, as well as her flying on the Jelly Puff is fucking yeah. awesome too. No, she
0: she's so trolly, like she is she is a walking meme, and I love her for it. Mm-hmm. She's a great character, Jaden.
2: Uh, you know.
1: I would say the best merchandise is definitely the Pokemon Dojinshi out there. That's the whoa, best. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Well, I actually have well, a No, I'm well, not going to well, go there.
2: <laughs> who, who's the Dojinshi star?
1: Well, Garden No, I'm kidding. <laughs> and all the furries that they're like, dude, don't take that back.
0: I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I don't want to <laughs> hear about what happens below, funny. <laughs>
1: No, no, but in all seriousness, like um, when it comes to Pokemon merch, I've honestly not been a huge um a, a huge consumer of that sort of thing. Um I would say one of the fondest ones I have in terms of like memories of I have very fond memories of the old what is it, Burger King? Carl's Jr. They had like the twenty co- oh, four k twenty four karat gold plated gold yeah, uh, plates, cool. and they were a really really cool um, tie in because they also mm-hmm. came so with like, have... a pokeball thing mm-hmm. that yeah. that you could store them in. So it was really really cool tie in. Um, I had Pikachu
2: and Togepi.
1: Yeah, and it was insane the price that my those brother and would I go set for. Set still. I don't think I ever got a whole set, but they like mm-hmm. I mean they were being scalped on ebay for like a hundred bucks each which Jeez. was a lot of money back in like 1999 <laughs> or whatever in any case though that's a set of merchandise that i have really fond memories of um i
0: suffocating children thing yeah yeah
1: <laughs> uh, yeah jesus don't get me sorry there um there was another thing that i had that i cannot recall it just completely uh yeah um, I have to say that you know I get I don't actually own them because the price point is a little too steep for 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 my taste, but you know I do get something like what is it Pokemon um, World Pokemon Store Pokemon they have like an e- an email newsletter that they send out every every month or whatever, and I'm always really drawn to the the Pokemon themed jewelry like. I don't actually own them because, again, I find that the price point is a little too mu- little more than I'm willing to spend um, on something like that. But I've always loved the way that they've incorporated some of the Pokemon designs into like the rings and the watches and all these other sorts of, of things. I, I, I like those. Um, and if I had that kind of fucking money, I probably definitely would have picked some of those things up. But uh, for me, I think those are... The, I think the subtle merchandise kind of stuff is, um, some of my favorite kind of kind of things.
0: I'm um, I'm a loud person. I like like the bigger the merch, the better for me. I, I I like to flaunt. I like to flex. Anyway. Yeah. All right. So with that, let's wrap this up. Let's hit up Pokemon Memories. Blues, you're the baby of the group. You don't yeah. have very many to go off. Of, so what else <laughs> with you?
2: Okay. So um. The playground. The playground for me was. Uh, f- oh, I'm, I'm messing with stuff I shouldn't be. Hold on. <laughs> um. So yeah. Um. When my time on the playground, I was a Gen Two kid, right? So, um, all the kids when they were playing Gen Two on the playground, they they a to the Togepi egg and they fucking boxed it. No one cared about Togepi. Um. And so I had this. I had a problem, right? So I I chose Totodile and I got my off so powerful I couldn't catch anything. It was physically impossible for me to catch anything. I didn't know you like I didn't know how to catch Pokemon that I couldn't read. I, I was playing, playing one before I could read. So I didn't know what I was doing. And eventually I just took out the Togepi and I got to fucking work with Togepi. Just so I could do so I could progress. Um, And I, I eventually got this really fucking awesome Togatick with Metronome and Shadow Ball and shit. It was really fucking powerful. It was, it was the enemy of all the kids in the playground. And they all thought I was fucking hacking. Because Togetic didn't exist. There's Togepi used to have an evolution? No. Because <laughs> they all just fucking box theirs. Um, and so I, I was like, I I got accused of hacking, and that was the coolest shit in Gen 2. Um, so, I, I'm very happy about that.
0: Awesome. Nice. Jaden, Pokemon. You
1: know, I, I do have a lot of fond memories of, like, the Missing No shenanigans. Those are really funny. Um, especially because... For me, I had a bunch of Pokemon that I bothered to train up from like 1 to 75 and then would use the rare candies to get them 99. But by then, they'd already been completely EV trained and whatnot. So that didn't matter. But um, using those against some of the rare candied Pokemon would, you know, you wipe the floor with them. And then the other kids would be like, dude, what the hell? Why? It's why is good, this? Dude. It's my Mewtwo is supposed to be stronger than that. So you know that was mm-hmm. always something that was really funny. Um, I think one of the things that I kind of miss um, in the internet age, and I don't, I don't think kids get this kind of experience these days. But I always, I have very fond memories of the kind of uh, mystery around rumors and whether they're true or not true um like peekaboo yeah. right blue was one of them uh rumors that you could get mew in the game uh rumors about how to get surfing pikachu which you know none of those things were actually true you at the time but there were so many rumors about how to do it. Like, oh, you got to talk to this person, then you got to walk in a circle three times, then you got to fly here, and then you got to like press A on this particular statue, and all this other kind of nonsense. It was really kind of funny mm-hmm. uh, looking back. Um, so yeah. that's another fond memory I have. And, and the last one that I have is so this was, I can't remember what the hell it was. I want to say it was related to the trading card game. Um... But Toys R Us did have this thing where if you showed up it, you could actually win gym badges for participating in this thing and it was it was really cool. I was very envious of a bunch of my friends because they had more free time and money and I was a poor kid. So, you know, they were able to go and win these things. I was At least you like, were
0: in Dude. this country. <laughs> 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 Sorry. it's oh, rough. Uh, I remember when they were doing that, and I lived in Germany, and I had people sending me VHS tapes of shit that was on TV here in America, and I would watch stuff, and so I would see what American commercials look like, and I'd be like, oh, yeah, shit, I can't do any of that.
1: Yeah, that was one of the the real cool tie-ins that we we had, that um, I feel bad for kids nowadays because... Um, it kind of, it made the kind of thing feel real. Just the entire Pokemon experience and the product and just the idea of Pokemon as a whole. It felt more real. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing a bunch of kids that would walk around with like uh, the badges uh, on the inside of their, their jacket and stuff. <laughs> it was really funny. But those are, uh, those are probably some of the fond memories. Tonight, but... I got.
0: Understood. feel you. All right. So. My big Pokemon memory. Uh, me and my brother are pretty separated in age. There's a six-year gap between us. Um, but because of that, I get to experience a lot of things a little through him, right? So he was really that perfect target age when Pokemon came out. And I was 16 uh, when the first game came out. Or 15 when the first game came out. Uh, at least stateside and everywhere else. Um. So I had a built-in excuse to do things that otherwise I would have been too embarrassed to do at that age, right? You're 15, you want to look cool all the time, you're a big badass, you're, you know, all that shit. Um, but I remember the first Pokemon movie coming up, right? Obviously, Pokemon, at that point, at the fucking peak of its, like, powers, right? Mm-hmm. It's never been that big. Um, even though we've had some like nice like rises, and then we'll plateau, we'll you know so we'll drop off again, but we never hit that mountaintop ever again, right? But I remember that first movie coming out and being really excited to you know a see my first theatrical anime film, b be part of the phenomena that Pokemon was at the time, and you know get the cards. Um, that they were giving out when you arrived at the theater and just all of that just the amount the sheer amount of people that showed up at the movie theater that day like where I lived in Germany there's one theater right
2: mm-hmm.
0: and they showed two movies a day two two starting at 7 p.m and then at 10 p.m showing that's it right they, started selling, they did all day tickets. for. They had all day showings at this one movie theater because the anticipation and the hype surrounding this film were just huge. I remember going to the theater with my brother, running into people that I didn't expect to be there because again, you're my age and you want to be a badass. You want to look cool. And that's one of the moments that like, me and after party like really clicked for the first time because it's like what are you doing here? I was like, "Oh, I love these games. I fucking love these games too. Do the fucking watch this fucking movie." And you know, we had a good time and I'm like, "Holy shit. Yo, let's trade. Let's do some stuff like going there with my little brother, you know, me seeing, you know, future lifelong friends there. That was a really special thing that Pokémon did, right? Mm-hmm. That not a whole lot of other things in my life have given me. Right? I don't have a lot of lifelong friends. I don't have a lot of experiences that directly tie me to people in that way because I'm a military kid and people come in and out of your life like you take shits. This is one of those things where it's like, I knew I'd be friends with somebody forever because of a shared common experience. And yeah, 20, you know, more than 25 years later, he's still one of my best friends. We don't work together on this show anymore, but, you know, we still. Talk video games. We talk Pokemon all the fucking time, and that's just one of those things. And me and my brother, just them, you know, sitting next to my brother in that movie theater, just having that moment with him. Can you know the age gap not mattering between us quite as much in that moment because we were both just sitting there enjoying something that was awesome at the time. And yeah, it's just a memory that I have with my friends and my brother that I'm always gonna remember to the day I die. And that's something I got from Pokemon. It's one of the reasons why I love this franchise so much. So yeah, yeah, that is my big Pokemon memory. But yeah, man, these are some good memories. This was a fun Pokemon presentation, not a whole lot of like, real meat behind the bones of the presentation. But what was there was actually, you know, fairly engaging and plenty to talk about. Um, And we could talk about this for, you know, another hour. This is supposed to be an hour show. We're approaching that two hour mark. Um, but yeah, man, I, I, I'm going to split this into two parts. Uh, I want to have our Pokemon 25 years, um, celebration as its own separate thing, because it's, it's good enough to warrant it. Uh, and yeah, I will try to have this out guys as soon as possible, but for right now, it's time for us to go ahead and get out of your hairs. Enjoy your weekend. Tomorrow is Pokemon Day. I hope you guys do all the fun Pokemon shit you want to do unimpeded by, you know, everything else that can fuck with you, especially with the way the world is now. Just go out and enjoy some fucking Pokemon. That, that's what I want for everyone. Take this day and make it, like, the holiday that it fucking deserves to be. With that said, I'm Nice One. You can hit me up on Twitter, NiceOne983. You can email me at NiceOne983 at gmail.com, and you hit me up on Facebook, Facebook.com slash NintendoPowerZone. If you like this podcast, you can always download episodes on iTunes, stream on Stitcher and Spotify, and right here on YouTube. This is where you can catch us. Guys, hit them up.
2: Yeah, uh, I am, as always, at VKingBlues. Blues is always B-L-O-O-Z on Twitter. You can tweet me if you want to talk Pokemon. I love Pokemon, but I also want to talk, like, Yokai Watch or Bakugan. You know, I can teach you about those, too. They're, they're pretty good, you know? <laughs> Especially
1: that Bakugan. That, that's the best one. But it not really as is, good hey. as Digimon. Just you know,
2: throwing it out there.
1: No, I'm <laughs> mm. kidding. <get> it. <laughs> it's all about Beyblades. Bay- and card games and oh, cycles. Yeah, no, Beyblades is. is
2: really fucking intense.
1: Yeah. Um, in any case, uh, this is Jaden Winsong. Uh, you can hit me up on Twitch, uh, Twitter, Reddit. I mean, basically. 4chan. I, I've been yeah. clean of 4chan for 10 <laughs> 10 years. 10 years, I've been clean. Happy anniversary. Clean. Good. And I'll be honest, it's tempted to go back and romp around the old 4chan forums, but you know. Oh, no. No, thank you. <laughs> um, but actually, I've been spending a lot of time on Mines lately. Uh, it was one of the new alternative platforms coming up, and it feels like a, a really interesting community. Um, I can actually post things without worrying about the Twitter hate mob, so that's probably where i'm most active these days so if you use mines um then uh, that that's me Jaden winsong on mines i even have a check mark it's pretty damn cool all i had to do is say can i please have check mark and they're like yeah sure no problem it's pretty cool um but yeah
0: <laughs> all right and guys last but not least if you like the song that you're hearing at the end of this episode. That's done by former co-host of the show, Mara After Party, also known as Chris Shaver. You can download this song on iTunes, uh, Bandcamp. It's available to listen to, to stream on YouTube and Spotify. Wherever you get your music, you can get our theme song, The Power Zone. I want to thank everybody so much for watching and have a happy Pokemon Day. Deuces.
2: Don't forget to brush your teeth with Pokemon Smile. <laughs> <laughs> Game of the year.
1: Game of the year.